unimaginable. Pulled from the four corners of the earth. Acts to delight, to thrill, and to mystify. Walk through these gates and into a world of wonder. He is here, ladies and gents, live and in person. That gun swinging, sharp shooting, honey pie of the wild. The crown princes of Europe. He will amaze. He will astound the great and powerful Oz. I always knew that I was destined for show business. <laughs> and now look at me. A magician's assistant. I think an hour ago I was just selling oil cakes on the midway. Yes, well, opportunity comes when you least expect it, my dear. Wow. What a get up. <laughs> You won't need this. You are playing the simple country girl. Oh. <laughs> A gift in honor of your debut. Oh. Now this belonged to my grandmother, A Serena from Akutsk. A decorated war hero. Your grandmother? Yes. She was killed in battle. Poor thing. Which battle? Which battle? Uh-huh. Well, there are so many. You've heard of the Battle of Kreplach? No. No? Good. That's where she died. Uh. And this music box was the only thing to survive. But I know that Grammy would want you to have it. Professor? Break! The sock is on the door! We're rehearsing! How many times do I have to tell you to knock? Knock! I knocked. What is it? Showtime. Why didn't you say something? Only a half a house. Here's the take. Pitiful. All right. There's your cut. Oh, for you, the applause will be approbation enough. <laughs> well, how do you think I feel? Man of my talents, I should be playing the Orpheum circuit instead of some dusty podunk in a secondhand jacket falling apart at the seams. You're going to have to patch this thing again. Again? Yeah. Let's go. You're the new girl, huh? Yes. <laughs> Good. We needed a new one. The last one left us. Poor thing. Suffered from a broken heart. Attack. Heart attack. But she's resting comfortably now in Abilene. Expected to make a full recovery. Perhaps you'd like to join her. Now, remember. When I ask for a volunteer... I raise my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you are overqualified for this job, my dear. Let's go make some magic. Wow. You have the magic touch, Pastor. Yes, you are. So anyway, uh, the great and powerful Oz. And, and then you can put that the next slide there. So um, I love this movie. So I want to preach to you today. Again, we're starting the um, summer blockbusters. And uh, this movie here, The Great and Powerful Oz and Repentance. 
uh, I, I think this is a great movie. It shows that. It gives a, uh, how he goes through his life and what happens to him and changes him. I think it's, it's pretty neat. Now, you know, Oscar, or as they call him Oz, as you're going to find out, he's not really a nice guy, as you can tell. He's a charlatan, a swindler. I remember back in the day, my dad watched a movie called The Flim Flam Man. You ever remember that movie? Some of you are old enough to remember that? Nobody? Jeff, you don't remember that? Okay. Okay, see, I'm not crazy. Boy. Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, so it's, it's just all around no good guy. And that's what he is. Now, you know, repentance, uh, there's been a lot of uh, debate. I, maybe not in this church circle, but where I came from, it was just a whole big mess, okay? And, and it was their, their understanding of, of salvation. And I've always been told it's like this. It's like, it's like a coin, okay? It has two sides. And it's like, uh, the example is faith and repentance. You hear that all through the Bible. It's like a two-sided coin. You can't have one without the other. Now you have some groups that emphasize faith, faith, and others emphasize repentance, repentance. And there's even passages where, where the Lord emphasizes one, but it takes both faith and repentance. Okay. <clears throat> in Mark chapter, chapter, in Mark chapter two and verse 17, Jesus is talking to the religious leaders and he says this, when Jesus heard it, cause he was eating with publicans and sinners and tax collectors, he said to them, to these religious leaders, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. So we're going to look at Oscar's life and, and see how he goes through that process and, um, leads to a repented heart. Now the next clip is, uh, things didn't go too well in the, uh, in the show. And so when they come back to his little, his little, uh, trailer there, uh, he has a special guest that comes and sees him. How's everything on the farm? How's your ma? She didn't send me a pie this time. I hope she's not mad. I meant to write. I need to tell you something, Oscar. That's never a good start to a conversation. John Gale asked me to marry him. That's why I've come. I thought you should know. said I had to think about it. <laughs> oh, men love that answer. I wondered what you thought I should do. Well, you could do a lot worse than John Gale. He's a good man. So are you. No. I'm not. Many things, but a good man is not one of them. But you could be. If you wanted to. Well, that's just it. I don't want to. All right. Well, it kind of gives a little bit more of who he is. You know, um, Oscar says, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be a good man. Now, the next thing I kind of understand about repentance is repentance is more than confession. You know, he confessed that he wasn't a good guy, but he still wasn't willing to change. You know, again, I work in the prison, and so there is a, a lot of 
fellas that will, will confess to all kinds of things that they've done, but as soon as they get out of the prison, they're going to go right back to that. So confess, uh, repentance is more than just confessing. Now, you know, it takes faith to get saved, right? Faith and repentance. Well, just like um, you don't give up faith when you become a Christian, you don't give up repentance when you become a Christian, okay? That's still part of your life. And we're going to see that later on when Paul talks to a, uh, the Corinthian church about repentance. And uh, what, what repentance is, is um, it's something we as Christians should practice all the time. And I don't want to, I don't want to steal the thunder or the magic there, and, but uh, we'll, we'll lead up to that. But just understand that um, repentance is more than confession. Um, The Bible says, if we confess our sins, right? He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And, but there is, there, there are other scriptures indicates what, what that confession is. It's it's not, it's just not the saying of words. It's more than that. Okay. Proverbs chapter, Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 13 says this. He who converts, uh, covers his sins will not prosper, but whosoever or whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. See, there's the difference. Confessing and a true forsaking. And that's the difference of, the, of just confessing, uh, something that you did wrong. You know, a lot of times in marriages and all that, they have their troubles and, you know, and, and our, our marriage, we have, we have our story and, and God has brought us back from the brink of divorce and we signed papers and went, tried to go uh, twice before the judge to get a divorce and, uh, and God didn't let it happen. But, um, it was, and, but part of our trouble was there was just confessing. Yeah, I have this problem or I have this, but there wasn't really any change. Okay. And it takes more than just confession. Okay. Now in clip number three. And this next one, um, well, his deceit and his lies catch up with him. Okay, so now he has to go on the run, and he ends up jumping into a hot air balloon. All right, and we'll see what happens. Now the bass was kind of loud. I don't know if you could hear it, but he, he made a deal. Did you hear that? He made a deal with God. 
And that's the, that's the next thing is, you know, repentance is not making a deal. God's not on a game show. You know, he's not a contestant. He's, he's not the, uh, what do they call the guy that lead that does all that stuff? The host, right? He's not the host. God's not in about let's make a deal. Okay. Now there's lots of stories of, of men, uh, you know, in foxholes saying, Oh God, if you just get me out of here, God, I promise. And you know, God has a way of taking that and using that to lead a man. But I tell you, that is not repentance. Making a deal with God is not repentance. Okay. God's not in the deal making business. Now, Isaiah chapter one says this, the Lord tells uh, through Isaiah, come now, he tells his people and let us reason together. Now, I love that word. Let us reason. You know, God's willing to reason with you. He's not willing to deal with you, but he's willing to reason. He says, says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, though they are red like crimson. They shall be as wool. So, you know, God says, yeah, come on, let's sit down. Let's, let's, uh, well, I'll, I'll, uh, let's reason about this. I'm right and you are wrong. <laughs> and that's, that's how we reason. And you go, oh, yeah, you're right, Lord. And that's what it is. You know, if God could, if God made deals, right, then you could make a deal on your salvation. You can say, well, I'll tell you what, Lord, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in a couple Hail Marys. And if you don't want a Hail Mary, that's a, that's a religious prayer that uh, a particular denomination uses. Say, I'll, I'll throw in a couple Hail Marys and um, I'll throw some money in the, in the church plate there. I'll go on a couple mission trips and um, I'll, 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 I'll feed every week at the, at the poor house there, you know, serving soup and all that. And Lord, well, I'll tell you what Lord says, um, you, you throw in... Uh, maybe uh, be a missionary and raise a couple good kids to be mission, and you can come into heaven. A right, deal, Lord, you know, shake on it. That's that's not it. See, you can't make a deal with God, <clears throat> and that's what He did. And a lot of times, what, what happens is you make that deal because it's a deal. It's because you're saying, "Oh, I'm really not going to follow you unless you do what I want. Unless you, unless I get what I want out of this bargain." See, then, then there's, it's really not repentance because if God doesn't come through, then the deal's off. I don't know if you've been a Christian, you know, a long time, but there's times it feels like, um, God doesn't come through. It's just, it's usually it's me misunderstanding what God said or not having patience or faith or knowing that this is what God wants in my life. So repentance is not making a deal. Okay. You can't make a deal with God. Now in this next clip, um, he's taken by the tornado and he lands in the land of Oz. And then he meets, according to the story, he meets the good witch Theodora. All right. Uh, where, where am I exactly? Where do you think you are? No idea. It's like no place I've ever seen. You're in Oz. Oz? That's my name. 
Oscar, Zoroaster, Fadrick, Isaac, Norman, Hankel, Emmanuel, Ambrose, Dix. But everyone calls me Oz. I knew it! Oh, the king's prophecy was true! He said that a great wizard bearing the name of our land will descend from the heavens and save us all. And here you are. Here to claim your throne. Claim my throne? You mean like the king's throne? Well, yes. Because you will be our king. Your king? Like in a palace with a crown and a scepter? Yes, a beautiful scepter in a grand palace. And you will save all the people. Is that a gold scepter? <laughs> yes. There's more gold than you could ever imagine. And Oz will now be what it once was. Because you are the wizard, aren't you? Yes. I'm the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm the wizard. <clears throat> now, his um, efforts to change really didn't last very long, did they? <laughs> as soon as you mentioned money and gold, well, man, there it went. But still, I, to me, I see this that his desire, his trying to turn over a new leaf, right? And that's what the next thing that we see is that you know, repentance is more than turning over a new leaf. You know, I always wonder where that saying comes, you know, I guess, you know, a tree turns, you know, over a leaf, you know, but what that actually comes from is way back in the day when they first created books because they used scrolls, anything paper-wise or, or made out of the um, skin of animals. And so when they finally started making a book, you know, with what we understand to be pages, it was called a folio. And they called each page a leaf. So they called it a leaf. So the idea is when you turn over a new leaf, it's like turning a page in that codex, that book, to a brand new empty spot where they could write. You see? And that's what the idea of turning over a new leaf meant. So, um, you know, Oscar decides to change his ways, but he still has the same old heart. And see, that's what happens a lot of time when you turn over the new leaf. It's, it's just, uh, uh, okay, a new start. All right. A new direction, maybe a new, you know, th way to go, or I'm going to get rid of that, but that, that's fine. But that is unbelievers do that all the time. Okay. Turn over a new leaf, a new start. They put something down and, and, and some sort of sin and they never pick it up. My father, who was an alcoholic, for all of my life that I mean, that all the time that I was at home until I was 25, put down cigarettes and alcohol one day, said, I'm done. Never went to AA, never went to a meeting, never struggled, never picked it back up for 17 years or 15 years until the day he died. He never, ever touched it again. Matter of fact, when my brothers would come over, he would tell them, hey, you guys got to smoke outside. You ain't smoking my house and smell, you know, and my dad, that house used to smell like cigarettes, you know, but my dad, he, he turned over a new leaf. But my, my, my father though was a uh, atheist. Okay. Is it atheist? that did that. So turning over a new leaf is not repentance. Okay. Just, just because you give something up or, or do without, or I'm, I'm going to go this way. Believe it or not, it's really, that's not fully repentance. All right. 
It's more than that. It's more than that. Now, <clears throat> the next clip, now, I, 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 me and Doug talked about this. Well, I found out later, you know, that I got a lot of clips <laughs> in this movie. But what was so neat is that, that there's so many things in this movie that, that I saw that I actually had a different movie and, and I couldn't. Some of you know I tried to find it and I couldn't find it. So I just said, all right, God. And so I just, I'm going to have to pick a movie that I have right now because, um, the Walmart said they had it and they didn't, and, and I was banking on that. So I just went to my little cachet of movies, and I grabbed that movie, and God said, man, that's the movie I want you to use. This is the movie. And I was like, oh. And as I began to watch this movie, I was like, man, this is the movie. This is the movie of repentance. So this next clip is, um, this is when Oscar meets Finley. He's a winged monkey who becomes his servant, okay? And Theodore's sister is uh, Evonra, I think I said it right, Evonra, yeah, something like that, they got some weird names, who's really the wicked witch of the East, all right, so she convinces Oscar that Glinda, and we know Glinda from the Wizard of Oz, right, she's that good witch, but he convinces that uh, Oscar that Glinda is really the wicked witch, and that to be the king of Oz and to get all of its treasure and wealth, he must kill Glinda by stealing her scepter. I'm your wizard. You're really going to do this? How hard could it be to kill a wicked witch? Hard. Really hard. It's very, very hard to kill a wicked witch. And what about that poor girl back there? I think she really liked you. She'll get over me. They always do. She's a pretty young witch. There'll be plenty of wizards knocking at her door. Oh, every lie you tell gets us one step closer to the Emerald City dungeon. And don't think of them as lies. Think of them as stepping stones on the road to greatness. Wait, I got it. Or turn around and go back. You'll come clean. You apologize for lying about being the wizard and for lying to that poor girl, okay? You gotta really seem contrite. You gotta sell it. Maybe you can even cry. Can you cry? I could cut up an onion. I'm not going back. <laughs> We're going to find this wicked witch, steal her wand, I'll get that big pile of gold, and you can have a nice pile of bananas, all right? Bananas. Oh, I see. Because I'm a monkey, I must love bananas, right? That is a vicious stereotype. You like bananas? Of course I love bananas. I'm a monkey. Don't be ridiculous. I just don't like you saying it. How about this? We offer to wash all the windows in the Emerald City for an entire year. Uh, they'd have to forgive us. Or we could give them a little help with their infrastructure. I noticed some yellow brick potholes back there. I love that. <laughs> I love that monkey. You know, kind of reminds me of me. But you know that that monkey. You know, he says uh, some some things. He says, uh, can, "Can you seem contrite? You know, can, can you sell it? Can you cry a little? I, I can cut up an onion for you. You know." And that's the that's the next thing. That repentance is more than sorrow. Okay, repentance is more than being just being sorry. Um. 
I don't know about you, you, know, you ever gotten in trouble and man, you just cried them crocodile tears, uh, you know, and you're just wailing and, and bawling and I'm wrong with that. I'll never do, I'll do anything you want me to do. Do you remember that? You got some kids that do that? If you don't, you will, if you're, if you're getting kids, you know, right? And, uh, but see, it's more than sorrow. It's way more than sorrow. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter number 5, Paul writes to the Corinthian church, Christians, and he gives them a strong rebuke because he says that a man has um, a relationship with his father's wife. And it doesn't give us all the details exactly, but it's such a sin that Paul says, not even the unbelieving Gentiles even do such thing, nor is it, nor is it named. And, and he even condemns um, the man and says that man needs to be put out of the church and God's chastening needs to be upon that man. So whatever it was, it was a grievous sin and the church allowed it to, to happen. And they actually were okay with it. And Paul really, really gives him a strong rebuke. So in 2 Corinthians chapter number 7, Paul gets word from one of his associates. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 7 there, yeah. And Paul says this when he hears about how they changed. He says this in chapter 7 verse 9 through 10, Now I rejoice, not that, I, that you were made sorry, but that your sorrow led to repentance. For you were made sorry in a godly manner, that you might suffer... Uh, Lost from us in nothing. For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation. You see that? Not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. So there is a worldly sorrow and there is a godly sorrow. Right? And the worldly sorrow is that sorrow of, I just want to get out of this bad situation. I'm embarrassed. Um, I, I, I want the... Um, consequences of what I've done to go away and be over. And it's like that. And it's not a godly sorrow, a true, which we're going to see later on is a true brokenness. Okay. All right. So the next clip. So Glinda, um, ends up showing Oscar that she is really the good witch. And so they travel to her protected kingdom, but, uh, Evanora tricks Theodora. All right which Theodore is the one that was in the red, the red outfit into biting a magic apple. And that combined with her hatred for Oscar changes her into what we know as the wicked witch of the West. So here the two sisters are able to destroy the protection over the, the kingdom of, um, Glinda and, and she makes her entrance. So let's watch. Oh, Glinda. So naive. Just like your father. That's why it was so easy for my sister to kill him. She only killed a man. Not what he believed in. Be gone, witch, before the wizard makes mush of you. Oh, how sweet. You all believe in him. Well, so did I once. And as for you, my pretty one, when I return with my sister and her army, 
The yellow brick road will be red with the blood of every tinker, farmer, and munchkin in your kingdom. You underestimate us, Theodora. We are a strong and united people. Now the wizard is here to lead us. And ask for your wizard. He will be the first to die. And you will all see that he's nothing but a deceitful, selfish, and extremely mortal man. Give me that! It was a broom that you wanted. Wasn't it, wizard? <laughs> promised to help us. Yeah, well, that was before I knew what we were up against. An army and yet another wicked witch? This one bent on destroying everyone, especially me? We can defeat them. There must be something. Something we haven't thought of. Something that we're not seeing. Something we're just on the verge of. Linda, you need a real wizard. Better yet, a general. But you're all I have. (laughs) So you're not the wizard I was expecting. So you don't have the powers I thought you'd have. But you're here. There must be a reason. Maybe you're capable of more than you know. I wish I had the answer. But I'm just a con man. I'm a carnival magician. I'm just not the man you want me to be. All right, for the first time, you know what? The first time he is is real. He the first time there's there's actual um emotion. There's there's real emotion in in what's going on. But again, repentance is more than emotion. It's more than being moved. Okay? It's and and sometimes those emotions are very real. I mean, they're they're genuine. It they're even um, I think, you know, God is guiding and, and, and uses that emotions that he's given us, that he, he created us with. But we can't think that that is fully repentant. It's more than that. It's more than that. In Hebrews chapter 12, it says this. It says, for you know that afterward when he, talking about Esau, remember Jacob, Esau, Esau sold his pot, sold his birthright for, for pottage, for, for just some food. And he says, and, and when he, Esau wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. I mean, yeah, he, he was, he was really broken, but it wasn't fully repentance. Now, the Bible talks about whenever Judas realized what he did. That he came back and he threw uh, 
the coins, through the 30 pieces of silver back in the temple. And the word he used, now again, some translations translate the, translate the word as repent. It said that and Judas repented and threw down, but then he went and hanged himself. Others translate it as um, regret or, or remorse. Now the word that God chose to use for Judas is a synonym of the word that he uses many, many, many times for repent. But the word that he used for Judas is a word that is more emotional. It's more singular, particular. It's more regret. While the word that God uses for repentance is more of a total change, a life change, a reversal in morals. Okay? And so... You know, Judas, again, had emotion when he came and he threw those silver down, those silver pieces, but it wasn't repentance, okay? So, with way we got time, we're gonna, this is going to be our last clip right here. We're going to look at this. Now, Oscar comes up with a plan. He, he comes up with a plan, and with the help of the tinkers and the farmers and the munchkins, he's able to pull off this um, great, his greatest show, Okay. And then to everyone's surprise, um, he confronts the two evil sisters. Give up, Linda. Why do you continue to resist? Because I believe in the wizard. So did I once. Behold! Tried to fulfill it, all dead. It's 
showtime. And they will be joined in death by Glinda the Good. You know, a true change, a true change in his heart. And um, so that's what we see. Repentance is a change in choice, a change in choice that starts in the heart. That's what repentance is. And it combines all those things. God uses all those things of emotion, of turning a different direction, of um, 
confession, all, all those things, he, it's all wrapped into that. And that's what true repentance is. In 2 Corinthians chapter number 7, again, Paul continuing talking to these Christians, all right? These are Christians is what he tells them in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 11. He says this, for, he says, for observe this very thing that you showed in a godly manner, what, and this is the, this is the best definition of repentance, what diligence it produced in you, what clearing of yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what vehement desire, what zeal, what vindication, and all things you proved yourself to be clear in this matter. So that's what repentance and that change of choice. The Bible says repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. You change your heart and your heart choice towards God and away from yourself and put your faith in Jesus Christ. And what I, again, uh, I, I learned um, from my, my first time doing this, so the, the, the words here that God used, um, especially as a Christian, as we continue to change my choice, right, away from what I want and more and towards what God wants, it, it is this desire of I go above and beyond what is necessary. That's what real repentance is, going above, above and beyond what is necessary to make sure that I, I'm going this direction. That's what it is. It's not just, a, not just a change in direction, but it's a choice of direction. You see the difference? That's what true repentance is. So, um, I hope this was a blessing to you. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we do thank you for this time. We thank you, Lord, that you uh, are such a gracious God and you um, the Bible says that you grant repentance to us, Lord. It's not something we can muster up, but it's an opportunity that you give to us, Lord, is when you touch our heart. And Lord, help us not to um, shirk that whenever you do. Even as a Christian, when God, as you, as you prick our hearts, Lord, and give us that opportunity to change, Lord, help us to take advantage of that. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.